0: And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee.
1: It's Revelation chapter 14, let's read verse 8 and 9. I think last week we did verse 6 and 7. Glory be to God. Let's back up to verse 6 and 7. I have a lot of material to complete tonight, so I want to move rather expeditiously. Amen? Yes. Praise the Lord. I feel so good in my spirit hallelujah thank god for his his word thank god for his children his church revelation chapter 14 and those of you who join us tonight if you can get your bibles and study with us we would appreciate that if you're looking and you are able to call somebody and ask them to join with us tonight to study please do so let us sit down at the feet of jesus and learn together amen praise god Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 14, verse 6. I'll read verse 6. It says, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people, saying, verse 7 saying, with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. Verse 8 reads. Verse 8, and there followed, after the first angel, there followed another angel. And this angel is saying, Babylon is fallen, which is what I want to deal with tonight. Babylon is fallen. That's the that's the topic of our our discussion tonight. Babylon is fallen. Amen. It's fallen that great city because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication verse 9 and the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice if any man or if any human being worship the beast and his image remember that the beast has the ability to make the image speak some way somehow he's designed a certain type of technology that's going to make the image an inanimate object make it speak somewhere somehow he's going to deceive people by making an inanimate object look alive and the bible says and receive if you receive his mark in his forehead or in your right hand you will not go to be with the Lord you'll not experience eternal life um, every time I read that portion of scripture it breaks my heart you have tough 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 verbiage in there um, and as I said last week this period of time that's been addressed here is this is a certain time in the seven-year period called the tribulation, God has given us a glimpse as to what's going to happen in the seven-year tribulation. The first three and a half years is called the mild tribulation; it's just mild. The next three and a half years is called the great tribulation. The Bible says things are going to be so tough in Matthew chapter twenty-four. Things are going to be so hard and tough during that time that if God did not shorten the time, nobody would make it. And God, because of his goodness, is giving us a glimpse as to what's going to happen. Since this is going to happen. It's not if, but when. God is going ahead of us, like he always does, to give us good news so we can be equipped. Amen? So this is going to happen. There's going to come a time, brothers and sisters, when the Antichrist is going to reign. Now, let me say now, as you can see in these verses, God is employing the use of angels like it's never done in the past. Never in the past has angels preached the gospel. Here we have angels preaching the gospel. What's happening here is you see God intervening and making numerous attempts to get as many people to heaven with Him. In Revelation chapter 8 or 9, we are told that God first sent the 144,000 amen to evangelize so during that time the 144,000 will be out there 12,000 from each tribe it is not what the Jehovah witnesses tell us amen (laughs) it is 12,000 from each tribe so we have the 144,000 out there evangelizing God said that's not enough I'm going to send two more witnesses praise God he sent two witnesses in chapter 12 or 13 of Revelation praise God and the Bible says these guys were so powerful they called fire from heaven amen didn't miracles and still folks did not accept Christ so God said I'm going to do one last thing I'm going to now employ angels to help if the 144,000 didn't help amen they were not as effective as I thought they would be I sent in the two witnesses some people think it's Elijah and Moses some people think it's Enoch and Moses whoever it is we do not know we'll know when we go to heaven they came and did miracles preached you talk about brimstone and fire preachers called fire from heaven did unprecedented miracles and still people did not get saved as god thought they would be and so god said this is what i'm going to do in my grace and mercy because you see god has to go at the end when god judges everybody at the end god wants to ensure he's made every attempt to get in people's way of going to hell if you're looking tonight me here if you're looking and you're not saved or if you are saved and you're straddling the fence me here tonight is getting is god using me to to get into your way of going to hell is god getting in your way of saying look straighten up and fly right accept christ as your lord and savior amen and let's go to heaven that is is that a bad thing to do to go to heaven no the alternative (laughs) you don't want and so god said this is what i'm going to do i'm going to send angels maybe their voice and their power maybe somewhere somehow i'll get many people to go to heaven amen and so he sent. that's where our text starts uh we start we looked at it last week verse six he sent an angel preaching the everlasting gospel amen to every individual and the angel said fear God amen do not fear the antichrist fear God and give glory to him glory is to make God large put weight on God amen for the hour of his judgment is come you know very few people want to talk about judgment nowadays we have we have uh (laughs) we have pastors have been called some preachers have been called hell and brimstone fire preachers maybe maybe that's true but it is for real there's going to come a time when there's going to be judgment and brimstone are you with me let me show this to you right here that is why that is why every sermon cannot be motivational there is a time for that are you with me saying there is a time for that Mm-hmm. but there is a time when you have to tell people you have to stop playing around because there is a day coming hell is quickly approaching and you got to get out of hell and you cannot be you you cannot be nigh well you cannot be passive in saying that right. revelation 20 let me show you what's going happen. this is what's coming down the road and that is why god is Im, is employing every angel he's employing every resource he has to try to get as many people to go to heaven with him because he knows that's what's coming revelation 20 verse 11 to 15. john got another vision and he said in revelation chapter 20 verse 15 what uh, let's back up to verse 11. let's go to verse 11. john said and i saw a great white throne that's after the seventh bowl judgment after every after every judgment was was uh was i'm looking for a word was released amen john said this is what i saw i saw a great white throne if you appear at the great white throne you won't be in heaven the judgment seat of christ is different from the great white throne the christians those who have accepted christ as lord and savior will appear before the judgment seat of christ not to, not for eternal purposes but for anybody knows for rewards are you with me since we're going to appear before the judgment seat of christ for rewards if you appear at the great white throne it is for god to flash your life on the screen of heaven to show you why you're going to hell and we'll show you how we got in your way over and over now listen to me brothers and sisters when i talk about hell i may raise my voice but it's not something i'm happy about every time i talk about hell my heart breaks because i read the bible i know it's not going to be easy and i know some people think hell is a is a, some some christian don't think in hell, think of think there is a hell because they say god is too much of a loving god god is too much of a good god well jesus spoke about hell the most if Jesus spoke about hell the boast, then maybe we should talk a little bit about it. I know God is a loving God, but love requires <laughs> love requires justice. Yes. You get what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? There's a lot of evil that's been perpetrated out there in the world behind closed doors. You have a lot of uh, concupiscence, the Bible calls it. I like King James' word. A lot of it has been done out there. You have the riches getting rich and the poor is getting poor because there is a system developed to keep people oppressed. That will be exposed in the last days. Justice is on the way. And God knows after He's expended all His patience. He's not going to relent. So John said in Revelation 20 verse 11 to 15, he said, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it. There was somebody sitting on the throne from whose face the earth, and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them when he appeared everybody disappeared you know there are some people are saying well when i see christ i'll make my you know, i'll make my defense your defense everybody who came in his presence felt like they were dead look read the bible i'm not sure which christ you're talking about maybe the figment of your imagination and the bible says and i saw the dead small and great that's what's coming that is why god is doing everything he can the bible says it's not god's will that any should perish but all should experience eternal life come to repentance and if you're listening to me brothers and sisters tonight now you think it is bad now you think this blip you call it a pandemic i call it a blip you think this blip things about what during the tribulation this we are experiencing now pales in comparison to what is coming down the road and god is sending angels right here we are told in the future to ensure that people accept christ as lord and savior and i saw the dead dead people people who were dead came back alive it's right here and small and great small and great small and great here means people who were considered nothing and those who were the high mickey mickey marks of society right here amen stand before god everybody has to stand before god it doesn't matter what title you have now the day is coming when you're going to stand before god that wasn't what i meant to preach tonight you know but it just came in my heart are you with me small and great those who seem to be important today and those who doesn't seem to be important by the way who declares whether or not you are important or not all souls belongs to God. Ah, God, we give you praise. So he says here, small and great, stand before God and the books. Not one book, there were books. Your our lives have been recorded. Our deeds have been recorded. Right here, the books were opened and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead, there seems to be a book with recordings and there seems to be a book with names. Amen so and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works people's works are recorded what they do it's recorded all the secret murders are recorded all the secret potings are recorded all the evil deeds are recorded they are recorded all the injustices are recorded when people meet behind closed doors to perpetrate evil it's recorded People have to know that. And the Bible says here, according to their works, and the sea gave up. <laughs> wow. Many people have perished in the sea and their bodies were not found. The Titanic went down. Many people's bodies were not found, but they're coming back. Wow. Saved down, save, They're coming back. There are more people taken by the sea than any other ways of death. Are you with me? Many cruise ships have gone down. Mm-hmm. Many lives were perished at sea, but they're coming back. Coming back. Uh. Isn't that amazing? Miraculously, God is going to reunite their bodies with their spirit. Isn't that amazing? There is life after death. You're going to live somewhere with or without Christ. Yeah, you're going to live somewhere with or without. Don't you think people need to know that? and do you think i should talk to people we should talk to people about that you know very quiet you know should you accept christ you don't know sir yeah. because nowadays if you are passionate and you talk loud it's, people get offended they get offended for everything they get offended in, now, now their supervisor would pop down to them they don't get offended no, they won't but when you talk about god's word oh they have a problem oh that shouldn't ha- the devil is a liar you hear me let me move on let me move on here and death and hell it says here were in it and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them uh-huh. isn't that something else death and hell, death and hell. deliver hell is the temporary holding place of those who are not christians everybody who dies now if you are not a christian you're in hades waiting to be judged your soul is there not your body your body is in the grave somewhere decaying why I, p- I need to move on to my text is good. your body's decaying but your spirit the real you is going to come back and stand before God that's why God said all souls are mine yeah yeah all souls belongs to God <laughs> Woo glory be to Jesus isn't that a wonderful thing that's why God said fear not the Antichrist he can kill but he cannot send you to hell he can't touch you really he may inflict pain but pain just for a while while. oh glory be to Jesus so it says here death and hell mm, delivered up the dead which were in them and they were judged every man according to their works verse 14 says and death and hell were cast into what the lake of fire lord have mercy this is the second what? death and whoso this is the part that breaks my heart and whosoever was not refound written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire that's why god is dispatching angels in that period of time because he know what's coming down the road that's why God has us preaching and teaching and talking to people to 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 really live the Christian life. Commit to God. Set your love upon Him. The Bible says, I think in Mark it says somewhere it says, "Eh, Kobo, I know that." How comes it slept me? It says, I think it's in Mark twelve thirty-one. It says, it says love the lord with all your heart mind and soul uh, what he said that's what it says is no that's not it 30 go back to 30 i know it's mark 12 somewhere bless god and thou shall love thy, the lord your god with all your heart not some and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength this is what the first commandment that's why, that's why Psalms 91 verse 15 says, Set your love. W- why am I shouting? Set your love upon him. You see what I'm saying? You set your love upon him. You, that's my life's purpose. To love God. You do that, you'll get it right. Is that your life's purpose? To love God purely. Uh, god i give you praise hallelujah man i didn't realize i'm 30 minutes out right anyhow let's move on let's move you know you know when i read this it read, my chest come to my eyes because man it's going to be tough it's, it's going to be tough during that time and so our text says here god released the second angel can you go to verse the second angel and notice what God is doing verse verse eight is it verse eight yeah notice what God is doing if you read this properly properly and you go back up in the in the Hebrew what it's in there is because because there was a lack of response to the first angel's message God decided to send out another angel to tell the people the system you are depending on which is Babylon has fallen you see if you go back let me uh, can i spend some time talking about babylon tonight yeah. because we need to understand that i have an exhibit exhibit one the verse tells us some things about babylon i want to go through exhibit one can you bring exhibit one up please it says and there followed another angel saying babylon is fallen amen this is what babylon can you make it a little bigger so we could all learn together To let's see it as i said let us see it at the feet of Jesus so it is different the verse is telling us here yes, some things about Babylon this is Babylon uh it's telling us Babylon is fallen. so tonight we're going to find out we are told by the verse Babylon is fallen is fallen we are told that Babylon is a great city we are told that Babylon is she it moves from a great city to she made all nations drink and install that of, of Babylon's fornication now but fornication is not sexual sin that is idolatry are you with me sins? it is idolatry it is apostasy it is not you see and i'm going to i'll share it a little later a little later the church of christ is called the bride of christ and the church is pure and that uh, james said true religion is is what i forgot <laughs> sorry it just came to me. pure religion i forgot yeah, pure religion is visiting the widows and and, and staying pure or something like that what god is saying babylon doesn't it's not pure it's not unsported from the world the church of christ is unsported from the world babylon is not she just like the church is a she the devil has his church too well we'll get into it a little further so these are the questions we're going to answer tonight who or what is babylon why is babylon fallen mentioned twice what does the great does what does that great city mean and what does the phrase she made all nations drink of the wine of a wrath of fornication what does that mean amen let us look at these because of all the questions i've been asking about revelation that's one one of the questions i get the most what or who exactly is babylon so tonight i want to spend some time what or who exactly is babylon amen oh god we give you praise who or what is babylon by the way this is the first time in the book of revelation that babylon is mentioned i didn't say in the bible in the book of revelation amen first time in the book of revelation that babylon is mentioned babylon is briefly mentioned here however when we get to chapters i'll look a little i'll look a little bit i'll go over a little bit I'll go over a little bit of Babylon properly if you don't go to chapter 17 and 18. But I will not do the entire chapter. Are you with me? The term Babylon comes from a root word Babel or Babel, which means confusion. I, didn't put, I forgot to send that exhibit to you, I'm so sorry. It comes from the root word Babel, B-A-B-E-L, Babel, or Babel, and the word Babel means confusion. Many of you have heard of the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11. That is where the term Babylon got its roots. The Tower of Babel was founded by Nimrod. Can you go to Genesis chapter 10 verse 9? Let's about the scripture. Nimrod was a proud, powerful, God-rejecting ruler. He was a great hunter, mighty hunter, gifted. He came from the line of Ham. Noah had three sons: Shem, Ham, and Japheth. He came from the line of Ham, and and I think Ham or Noah was his great other. Anyhow, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. For God, either Noah was his grandfather, or his great grandfather. the Bible tells us that Nimrod was a mighty hunter he wasn't a shepherd he was a mighty hunter before the Lord so much so that he earned the reputation Nimrod the mighty hunter before the Lord God gave Nimrod the skills he had he didn't he (laughs) wasn't he didn't buy it somewhere God blessed the men and God told them to move out let's go to first let's go to first 10 Uh, verse 9 verse 10 says and the beginning of his kingdom was what you see right here so one of the first cities he built was what is called babel or babel and it means what what does babel mean confusion confusion he was going to build a tower a city state with a tower whose top would reach unto the heavens according to Genesis 11:4. Can you go to verse Genesis 11 chapter Genesis chapter 11 verse 4. Let's see. He was going to build a tower. Really it's a city state tower. He was going to gather a one-world government and a one-world religion. That's where it started. The one-world government idea and religion didn't come Ah <laughs> uh, glory be- It's not coming during the end times somebody came up with the idea since what i'm saying the same old devil has been around a long time influencing manipulating behind the scenes so the bible tells us here and they said go to let us build a city god had told noah god spoke to noah and his four sons he said i need you to go out and replenish the earth nimrod decided, no i'm not going out no no he said I'm going to I'm going to right here I'm going to build a tower and I'm going to reach God my way right here it started the the idea of dictatorship has been around a long time because every dictator is ruled and controlled by a demon well let me move right along here glory be to Jesus you know i don't want to point further before <laughs> anyhow let me move on right here and they said go to let us build a city and the tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a what that's that that's always the point the point is not what they're doing the point they want themselves elevated that's why they cannot celebrate each other oh my God. let me move along here lest we be what but that's what God told him. God told them, scatter, move forward. Replenish. That was scatter brought upon the face of the whole earth. Let us not do what God told us to do. Oh God. It's called, what he was proposing was a one world government and a one world religion. As a matter of fact, history records, and you hear this very carefully, history records that this city-state tower Nimrod was building is located in the area where Iraq is today iraq if you do some history saddam hussein was going to rebuild babylon he said well let me move along so babel babel which later became known as babylon was the site of the first organized system of idolatrous false religion did we read genesis chapter one sorry genesis 11 1 two, 4 we read 1 to 4 or we just read 4. Can you read verse? Can you go to verse 1 to 4? Let's let's see what he did. Oh, we read it already. And they said one to another, yes, we did amen so he decided not to obey God God said "Scatter and go abroad replenish the earth and he said no let us do our own thing there are still folks venturing to do that today but I only say it's to our demise if we disobey God amen so from its inception Babylon or Babel has been the fountain the fountainhead of all false religion and therefore it is the ideal symbol of evil and sin it is the kingdom over which the beast the Antichrist is going to rule amen so this is what you have you have the devil as i said is a copycat didn't we say that a long time ago you have jerusalem who's the holy city babylon the corrupt city jesus who's the lamb the beast you have christ then we have the antichrist you have the true church which is the bride of christ and then you have now the false church who is the harlot babylon you get what i'm saying the devil he has no original ideas he's a copycat the next question i want to look at is what let's look at let's look at what babylon because i just realized let's look at the why is the term said babylon is the term is fallen is fall mean the word fallen here so we've looked at our first question uh who is or what is babylon amen glory be to God I wanted to share with you hallelujah oh there we go there we go hallelujah I think I got it let me give you some information more information on Bible and so I can bring it home in Revelation chapter and yet two of the most difficult and disputed. now this is what I'm saying that as you go through I want you to see this right here in Revelation chapter 17 chapter 17 deals with babylon as an ecclesiastical or spiritual entity in chapter 17 revelation is a religious system a spirit of false worship are you with me in chapter 18 revelation is dealing with babylon as a political entity so so the babylon is is what it's two it's three things really it is a a, a political system as represented by chapter 18 and it is a religious system or a false worship as represented by chapter 17 are you with me and not only that there is a dictator called the Antichrist who administers the entire project Are you with me sense so you have a dictator you have a religious system and you have a political a political system all together in one that's what babylon is and so so many times amen so many times as i said many questions have been asked about it but i want you to deal with it so we have two babylons a religious babylon and a political babylon administered by a dictator called the antichrist isn't that something ah uh, and now we are told here that babylon the greatest fall it is fall. the word fall means to fall is not a blessing it doesn't mean anything else <laughs> it means to fall let me explain what it means to fall our next question tonight we're going to answer is what does it mean when the bible says babylon is fallen you notice here that babylon is fallen twice it is said it is fallen. it is fallen what does this mean you remember in genesis chapter 41 before i explain that in genesis chapter 41 verse 32 when joseph explained to pharaoh the dream he said in genesis 41 32 he said and for that the dream was doubled he said the reason why the dream was doubly represented. You remember the dream was given with cows, seven fat cows, seven lean cows. And then the dream was given with seven what? Seven slim, or weak looking ears of corn and seven full grain ears of corn. So twice the dream was given. And Joseph said, this is why the dream was given twice. It is because the thing, is established by God God will shortly bring it to pass so the reason why God said Babylon is fallen is fall brothers and sisters it is going to happen for real God has made up his mind about it and as sure as we speak so the repetition underscores the finality the certainty of the nature of the judgment of Babylon God is not changing his mind about Babylon babylon's yet future is so certain that it can be spoken of as though it has already taken place it must happen and the reason why the angel have to say that about babylon is because that city Let me show that to you in Revelation 18.3. Some things you just got to... Let me me show you this right I thought I would just say it, but I want to show you what what that political system and that religious system does. Why people seem to be just gravitating towards it. Why people will gravitate towards Babylon in the last days. Verse verse 3 tells us, For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of a fornication, Babylon, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. Again, we said fornication is what? Idolatry amen idolatry with her and the merchants the merchants they are talking about the business people and the political leaders of the earth are what? how did they yes. what yes they do not want to accept christ because the city has gotten them rich the system in place the political system married merged with the apostate religion and they are waxing rich and so they don't want to accept christ so the angel is saying your source has fallen that which you are depending on has fallen now you can accept christ but folks are not interested right here it says "Wax rich through the what the abundance of her and that means luxury that's the word for luxury so people are getting rich it's like now I mean people think you have to give up the riches people for some for some reason people think you got to be poor to be a Christian yes yes people think for some reason should I people think well I got to give up you got to give up sin to be a Christian that's the only thing you got to give up I mean, that, that's all you got to give up praise God you know you got to stop say, well let me not say that but praise the Lord you got to stop exalting sin and give it up because it's going to lead to our detriment praise the lord it's going to lead to your detriment the bible says in romans 6 16 knowing not to whom you yield yourselves servant to obey his servant you are to whom you yield yourself if you yield yourself to sin you need to see that scripture verse you know, romans 6 16. romans chapter 6 verse 16. i have it i have it i have it everywhere Because the bible is saying as a christian you can yield yourself to something ungodly because you have a choice amen it says knowing not to whom you yield yourself servants to obey his servants you are to whom you obey whether of sin unto what that's what sin does all it does is brings death separation on every level or if you obey god unto what right standing with the father less problems less pressure on your conscience God is telling the people he's telling them your source has fallen, Babylon is fallen, the system you're depending on, the political system the, the spirit did I say political? Religious system that you're depending on, that alliance that merger has fallen and yet still, people would not accept Christ as their savior isn't that something, isn't that saddening we know they're not going to accept Christ because the bible tells us so let me show you how Babylon is fallen, and I'm going to now now I'm going to show you this right here. This is amazing. In Revelation 16, uh, 17, I think. Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, Let me show you how Babylon is fallen. Revelation 16, 17, I think it's around there. How is Babylon fallen? Revelation, not Romans, Revelation. When the final bowl of judgment is poured, see what happened. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying it is what it is done let us see what happens after and there were voices and thunders and lightnings and there was a great what earthquake Earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth the earthquakes we are having now pales in comparison to the earth, the earthquake that's coming the bible said it was so mighty an earthquake and so great can you go to verse 19 and the great city was what divided into three parts and the cities of the nations fell and great babylon came in god remembered babylon and said i always had something for you here you go here you go before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of His wrath, the city. <laughs> wow. That's what Babylon fell. An earthquake took her out, and the angel is saying, "Look, it is over. It is over. It is over." Let's see how they. Instead, instead they said, "Oh my God, it's really over. Let me accept Christ." Look what they did. Is it in verse? Uh, can you go to verse there's another verse 20 no oh i don't think so no verse 21 yeah yes yeah and there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven every stone about the weight of a talent that's 75 pounds have you seen hell that big and men see what they did see what see what look at their response and men human men and women we, that that means human beings and human beings begin to blaspheme god because of the plague of hell for the plague thereof was exceeding great isn't <laughs> lord I, you talk about you talk about hard-heartedness the devil has done a number and he's still doing a number brothers and sisters still doing a number that is why we are talking about setting our love God you cannot miss the rapture there's a lot coming down and that's why I take time to go over this because it is so important to know what's going to happen I Man, this right has gotten me and my Christian life straight understanding what's going to, are you gonna to wanna to, not for fear but because of love for God to save me who doesn't deserve it I don't deserve God's salvation, but because of his goodness. Can you imagine? Because of his goodness, he chose to save all of us. Those of us who are here and those of us who are looking. Nobody deserves the grace of God. Let me say it in English. Nobody deserves the grace of God. I don't know how some people don't get it right. Let me say it the first time in English. Nobody deserves the grace of God. You and your proud self may think you do, but I tell you, the Bible calls you evil. The Bible says in Luke eleven thirteen, 13, this is what it says. If you are evil in comparison to God, know how to give good gifts. That's how God calls us. In comparison to him. Nobody, nobody say, well, you know, I got it all together. How, when, where, how? Man, I thank God for Christ and his grace and his mercy. Are you with me, saints? Thank God. Thank God. Because of Christ, I can now say I'm more than a conqueror. Because of Christ, not because I'm mother and conquer. Because of Christ, I can now say have faith in God. I know a lot of people say it's me and my faith. No, it's faith in God. Yeah, yeah Paul said in Galatians 2:20, He said, He said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yeah, don't I? But Christ, let me back up to He said, But the life that I now live, that's the second part. I live by the faith of the Son of God, it's the faith of God. Jesus gave it to us. The faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself, Krobokosah, gave himself for me. Man, I feel the presence of God. He gave himself for me. Isn't that a blessing? Isn't that a blessing? Second Corinthians 5, 21. He who knew no sin. He knew no sin became sin so that I can become the righteous. He didn't, it wasn't, he didn't become like sin. He became sin itself. talk about loving God talk about being thankful and that'll keep you humble you won't walk around strutting like a peacock are you getting what I'm saying brothers and sisters the devil tried that he got thrown from heaven we know where you're going when you come like that and we can sense it too father we thank you for your word you know it's an hour gone (laughs) Lord we give you praise we have two more questions to answer what does it mean she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath since that is so important important information we need to do we need to know especially in these last days what's happening so we can identify it now when we see it are you with me the information is to equip us so when we see it to behave accordingly oh god we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor thank you for your word father tonight for those of you are looking this evening if you are not saved if you are saved we thank god for you what a blessing it is to be saved if you are not saved you can be saved tonight isn't that a wonderful thing the bible says today is the day of salvation now is the day of salvation if you are not saved and you want to escape what we spoke about the final day the day when Christ sits on the throne now he has made provision for that he sent Christ pray this prayer with me glory be to Jesus say Father I thank you for Jesus whom you sent to make a way for me he's my Lord he's my King thank you that he became sin so that I will become the righteousness of God in Christ I now accept him as my lord and savior in jesus name amen. amen praise the lord if you pray this prayer you've accepted christ you've moved you have moved from darkness into his marvelous light send us a note so we can pray with you email us at iogmtali at gmail.com iogmtally at gmail.com you know god reminded me not to rush this right here so i'm not going to rush it you see i've been rushing it like it's that important and God said to me, don't you rush. This. this is the most important part of the sermon. Somebody moving from darkness into light. So if you, have, if you are saved, I need you to send us a note at iOgmtali at gmail.com. We'll celebrate with you and pray with you. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you for your word Amen. tonight. Thank you, Father, for allowing what was taught to be, to be forever placed in our minds tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you father as david prayed let that be in our mind forever in the name of jesus christ your goodness your mercy you employ in every resource for people to get saved god help us i ask that you place a fire in us tonight to go out to minister send somebody our way crossing somebody across our paths so we could minister jesus to them people need the lord the world need jesus is the answer for the world today and i thank you so much father for doing so as we get our hearts ready i pray the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace shalom peace say nothing missing nothing lacking nothing broken peace in my house peace on my job no coronavirus on in my house on my job nowhere in Jesus' name amen 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 you have a wonderful evening
0: god bless you please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today knowing that the christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water Bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that He does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.